Warning. In the last two minutes of today's episode, two girls play a game that results in both of them screaming loudly into the microphone. Please remember to turn down your volume in the last two minutes of today's episode to preserve your eardrums. Thank you and enjoy the show. guys, it's me, Emma's Thing, and this is my podcast, That's What He Said. With over 12 years of blogging, writing, posting, and sharing under my belt, I've somehow grown a small audience who, for whatever reason, seem to really like me. This podcast is just another extension of my blog and will offer unimportant life updates, reviews on movies, books, shows, daily musings about life, in-passing commentary on current events, and of course, a lot of stories of my past, present, and future. Just try it out and see how you like it. That's what he said. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because it features my best friend and former podcast host of six years ago, Whitney. And if you guys have been following me for, you know, any period of time, really, you know that Whitney is my legitimate ride or die. And it just made so much sense to have her be my next guest on this podcast, um, besides my sister, because she's essentially my other sister. So before we get into all that, I'm going to give you guys a quick rundown of what's been going on in my life. I'm going to keep it really brief because Whitney and I talk for a solid hour and it's such an awesome conversation and I don't want you guys to miss any of that or feel like I'm keeping you for too long. So um, just up top, I want to do some housekeeping. So so first of all, I want to say thank you to everyone who enter who entered the $100 giveaway with Ask God and Heart. For that giveaway, you entered by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts for this podcast. And I had almost about 30 entries and I just can't thank you guys enough. Like you have no idea how much that means to me and how it makes me look <laughs> and um, I just so appreciate you taking the time to do that. By the time that you guys listen to this episode, I will most likely have announced the winner. So I don't have their name right now to announce. I'm going to do that later in the day. Um, but thank you so much. Also wanted to say that I noticed, I've noticed a trend with podcasts that I really love in that they have private Facebook groups and literally I feel like these private Facebook groups for podcasts are the only good reason to remain on Facebook. I have to keep a like business page on Facebook for like Instagram purposes and it's really annoying. That's like the only reason I'm still active on the Book of Faces. But I realized that it might be really fun to um, create my own private Facebook group for the That's What E Said podcast. So it like brings you guys together somewhere safe and obviously private. So you can virtually meet and comment and interact. And I'm just getting going with it. I literally started this like this week. So if you are interested in being a part of that private group and meeting fellow setters, which is what I'm now calling people who listen to my podcast, um, or fellow Emma's Thing fans, then 
there will be a link in the show notes to um, request to join the Facebook group. And I really hope that you guys do because I would love to see you in it. And then the last thing that I will uh, plug is the podcast email inbox is wide open for y'all's advice questions. So if you have a burning question that you want a pretty much unbiased, super underqualified, highly opinionated answer on, please email me at TWESpodcast at gmail.com so I can do my best to help you out. So with all that said, let's get into what have you even been doing? Like I said, I'm going to try and keep this really brief. So do not expect the um, extreme level of detail that you would normally get when I'm doing a solo podcast episode. So last Thursday night, I went to the new Tex-Mex restaurant by the same owners of Carbone's, which is, as you guys probably know by now, my favorite Italian restaurant in Dallas. It's off of Oak Lawn. It's not the new Carbone. It's the original Dallas Carbones. So they opened this Tex-Mex restaurant and I went with Merritt from the Beck and Call podcast last Thursday and it was absolutely phenomenal. Like I, it's very rare nowadays. I feel like you go to a new restaurant and it blows your mind and it blew my fucking mind. It was so delicious. The chips and salsa were amazing. The loaded yellow queso was amazing. The drinks were so good. And I got the shrimp tinga tacos. And I just can't even, it's like every single bite was absolutely phenomenal. Their um, house-made flour tortillas were what dreams are made of. Um, Mira got the brisket tacos and they looked really good. She did offer me a bite, but I just really wanted to focus on my shrimp tinga. Um, I cannot suggest it enough y'all like you you have to go try it out sit at the bar if you need to or I I'm sure that the wait is honestly worth it I'm gonna try and go back this weekend it's just wow it's really really fucking good and then Friday night um I we went had Tex-Mex again because I met my um family at Misero in Addison which is a city in the Metroplex that's literally right between Dallas and Plano. Um, so it's like a halfway meeting point. So my little cousin was in town with his fiance because they were going to a wedding. And so me and Zach met my parents and then a Macero and we had like a cute family dinner. Um, and it was good. I mean, if we're talking about, if we're comparing Tex-Mex places, Odalay like ran circles around Macero. But Macero is really good at its core and I got some really delicious drink that I feel like was called like La Latina or something like that and it was the base of it was like strawberry like pureed strawberries and pineapple and tequila I don't even know it was really really good so then Saturday Per usual, it was a very typical Saturday around here, how Saturdays have been with Zach working in the yard and me kind of tidying the house and working out. Um, but I did make us incredible breakfast sandwiches that I posted about on my Instagram stories. And I don't really know if they like warrant a blog post because it's not like a quote unquote recipe. It's literally just putting a few things together and it doesn't take any skill. But basically we had brioche buns here. And so I let that inspire me and I made us 
these brioche bun breakfast sandwiches with two eggs over medium and a slice of sharp cheddar and a little bit of avocado. And I topped it all off with Valentina, which is the superior hot sauce, in my opinion. And they were fucking phenomenal. Like, holy shit. Maybe I will do a quick recipe blog post about that on msthing.com just so like you can be reminded that that is a thing that you can very easily execute and you should. Um, And then we decided to go to the movies on Saturday night, which is something that we haven't done in a really long time. And I talk about the movie that we saw and my review on it when I'm talking to Whitney later in this episode. So I'll let that speak for itself. But um, we saw the movie at North Park, which is the massive, incredible mall that I have mentioned on here before. And we decided to, well, we decided to eat what we thought was going to be a very casual dinner at Italy. Um, And we just, we just sat in the bar area because the last time that we did that, which was months and months ago, we have not been back to Italy in a very long time. I think like pre-engagement. So it's been maybe like a year. Um, The last time that we ate there, they had this amazing dish that our server was telling us is like the hangover food of choice in Italy. And I think it was called like Pomodoro, Pomodori. I can't remember exactly what you call it, but it's basically like they take, you know, old like stale bread and get it soggy with like all of these other ingredients. Like, I'm doing a horrible job explaining it. And honestly, I'm trying to get through this really quickly. So I don't want to Google and everything like that. It was just so amazing. So we were like, oh, let's go get that. We haven't in so long. Well, that's not offered anymore. I don't know why the fuck it went away. And so we got this super subpar meal. Like we, our appetizer, we ordered basically their bruschetta, but it was exactly one piece of sourdough that they split in half with like the topping on it. And then we each got the seafood pasta and that's exactly how it's described. Um, Joke was on us because it wasn't a seafood pasta, it was a clam pasta and there were literally like five clams. Um, And it was not, it's, I could make something better at home. Just like the flavor profile was not there and three of Zach's like five clams didn't even open. So they they brought us some new clams, which was really nice. But um, and then we got we each got a glass of really amazing wine. That was like the best part of the meal. Um, and the meal cost us a hundred dollars. A hundred fucking dollars. And it was it was like one of those instances, and honestly, nothing sets me off more than a truly subpar, like aggressively mediocre meal that costs way too much money. And so I was very upset. Um, And our server was like, just kind of like a douchebag. And the whole vibe there, it's like the whole vibe, everyone seemed miserable and that they didn't want to be there. And um, it was just not a stellar experience. So anyway, So then we saw the movie that I'll talk about in a little while. And then Sunday, um, we slept in. We went to John's Cafe um, on Lower Greenville for breakfast. They have the best, most, like, old-fashioned, straightforward diner breakfast in town, in our opinion. Um, And then it 
from there on out, it was a family day. Um, I made a pork shoulder roast for dinner, which I did share the recipe on my blog this week. And Whitney came over because her husband was out of town for the evening and we recorded. And then Monday, um, pretty typical Monday, but I did get to meet up with Susie Hutchinson, who is a fellow copywriter slash writer. And she um, just started a podcast with her other copywriter friend, Audrey, and that is called Everything is Copy Podcast. And we met up for happy hour at Loro and got some really delicious drinks and um, just got to chit chat. We haven't like seen each other in a long time. And it was such a freaking blast. And I, I love their podcast because obviously I'm a writer, so it's like very niche for me and everything that they talk about and say I can directly relate to, um, but it's it's really good and they're just getting going. So if you have any interest at all in writing, but like also just really cute, fun girls because they share other stuff outside of writing, um, be sure to listen to Everything is Copy podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. And then yesterday, Tuesday, um, I went to the dentist at eight in the morning and um, I got four cavities filled. I have never in my life had a cavity. So this was all new to me. And this is a new dentist. Um, I went to the same dentist for years and years and years. And they are all the way, they're like deep in Plano, which like, it's like a 30 to 35 minute drive. And I didn't really have any like super, you know, I don't know, like emotional ties to them or anything. And this dentist, this new dentist that I'm going to, Zach has been going to her for years and just like sings her praises all the time and also like it's a fully female staff which how can I not love that and be naturally drawn to that um so that happened yesterday and one of my one of my cavities or one of my teeth that she was trying to mend um was really giving us a hard time and was not taking to the normal amount of a Novocaine that she usually uh, dispenses or administers. <laughs> um, so she had to get out like the big guns for that one. And um, it, I mean, it numbed the right side of my face so much that I couldn't even feel my ear. It was very, very fucking bizarre. And she was like, okay, I used a lot of Novocaine, so it's probably going to take like an hour or two to wear off. no. No, no. It took like five hours. Like literally, I did not. I got into the dentist's office yesterday at 8 a.m. and I was not able to chew or drink water until like 2 p.m. So very intense way to start the day, but I'm glad I got it done and that my teeth are going to be better for it. Um, And then last night I made an amazing amazing meal from this cookbook that I have talked about so many times via my Instagram and my blog. And I just want everyone to get it. I understand that the name of Gina, that is the woman behind Skinny Taste, I understand that Skinny Taste is not exactly a PC or attractive 
title for a blog or for cookbooks, but she has been around since forever, like literally the early 2000s, I feel like. Um, And every single recipe that I have made from either one of her cookbooks or her website has been incredible and so simple and really she just has mastered creating healthier less caloric versions of your favorite foods but they're still insanely flavorful and I just if you're paying attention to any of that in your own life in your lifestyle I cannot recommend her books enough but this one specifically it's the meal planning one the plan ahead one and every single thing that I made from it is just so amazing like I use it to meal plan but like a lot of the book is she's giving you the option to make ahead and freeze things when we have a family I know that I will lean way more into that way of life but for now I just I use it as a regular cookbook and like I think I've made two things ahead of time but Typically, I'm just making them in the moment for Zach and I, and it's so good, and I will link that specific cookbook in the show notes, and uh, I just, I hope you get it, and I hope you try all the recipes because everything has been absolutely amazing. So now it is Wednesday, and uh, the only exciting thing going on over here is that our couch, our L-shaped sectional couch that we ordered from Room and Board back in January, finally arrived today. Like, literally, I had to pause my recording and uh, let the delivery guys in, and it looks freaking phenomenal. It's so cozy. It was totally worth the wait, and I'm just so excited that we get the blue room back and can cuddle up in there and watch our movies and our shows and have that space again because it's like my favorite space in our house probably. And that's that. So now it's time for the best part of the episode where Whitney and I talk for an hour about everything under the sun. I can't wait for you guys to listen. I'm going to do a quick ad break here, and then we're going to dive right in to... Whitney. It is a gorgeous Sunday afternoon here in Dallas, and I am sitting in my closet on the floor with one of my best friends of all time and space, and I feel so privileged that she agreed to do this today and sit here and talk with me. She's only my second guest ever on the podcast. Please say hello to Whitney. Yay! (laughs) Hello, it's great to be here. Um, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. What an idea. I know. What an idea. I know. Wow. Um, so a little background on me and Whitney and podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, years and years ago, what year would you say that was? Oh my gosh. 2014. Really? Maybe 2016. Oh my god. Okay. So it was like in the 20 teens. Yeah. Somewhere. For sure. Like definitely before 2018, 100%. Yes. Um so back before like podcasts were like a big deal, <laughs> Whitney and I started one. However, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing or yeah. how to do it. So I like I did something wrong when I was trying to get it um set up officially with Apple Podcasts. And so we ended up just recording these episodes and posting them on SoundCloud. (laughs) I was gonna say Spotify, you're right. It was SoundCloud. Spotify wasn't even around, I don't think. I don't think it was either. Or if it like wasn't 
I wish it we hadn't had um, hosting podcasts. No, it was just music. Yeah. Um, I actually, I wish we had a producer so I could be like, hey, Billy, will you look that up? I want to see. Zach, where are you when we need you? I know. He's working. What year did Spotify come out? 2008. Yeah, it's been around, but it, Wait, just, what it wasn't a fuck? podcast platform. It was just music. I cannot believe that Spotify's been out since before I, before. I was still in college. Well, yeah, but like probably nobody knew about it. Yeah, 100%. Remember, do you remember Pandora? I loved Pandora. <laughs> Same. <laughs> that was, I feel like Spotify came in and took the place of Pandora. 100%. Because I think that was like the big, that was like the big switch for us was like, we depended so much on Pandora with these radio stations. Mm-hmm. And then Spotify was like, oh, what if you could just like listen to whatever you wanted? Right. Wow. Anyway, so yeah, so we had a podcast that didn't last many episodes. No. Because, hi, it's me, an Enneagram 7. Yeah, and it's me who's like, okay, Emma, what's next? (laughs) Also, this is not our first time in the closet together, and I just want to say it feels good to be back in here with you. (laughs) I'm so glad that this forced us back into the closet together. (laughs) Um. Do you want to tell them the name of our original podcast? Yes. And honestly, like, I don't know how we came up with it, but I thought it was pretty genius. Yeah, it's clever as fuck. It was called Two Girls, One Closet. (laughs) And if you, you know, were around and of age in the early aughts, which, by the way, can Mm, we talk about early aughts? What is that? Why is it called that? It's like the, the, I don't know. All, when I think of aughts, all I think of are those butterfly clips. What? Like the small butterfly clips you put in your hair? They were were they made by a brand name Ots? No, that's just what I wore in the Ots. Can we? I'm sorry. I again. I, where is our producer when we need him? <laughs> I need to know why it was labeled the Ots. Like I don't know how that has anything to do with like 2000, 2001, 2002. Whitney is looking it up. She's being. She's also um, acting as my producer today. Mm-hmm. This is actually an interview. To see if she could be my producer. The aughts is a way of referring to the decade 2000-2009 in American English. What? These arise from the words ought and not, respectively, both meaning zero. Okay, Got so zero, zero, zero to zero, zero, nine. Mm-hmm. Mm. I honestly feel a lot better. God, we are so smart now. I know. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, so we had two girls, one closet. Um which was based off of the viral video um, called uh, Two Girls, One Cup. Mm-hmm. Don't Google it. Don't. Well. Or do. I meh. mean, if you're a millennial, you know what it is. Like, you don't have to Google it. Yeah. If you're an elder millennial, you are very acutely aware. Yeah. However, I will say that I never watched it. You know what? I don't know that I did either. I ne- like. I don't think I watched it either. I just knew, like, we all knew what happened, even if we didn't watch it. Yeah, like, you just needed someone to describe it to you. And and then you gagged, and then you're like, I never want to see that. A hundred percent. Like, <laughs> and if you didn't gag and you were like, I'm going to go ahead on my own accord and look this up and watch it, I don't know, something might be wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, no judgment. No but, judgment. Uh, you're weird. But, like, all the judgment. But, like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Winnie is here with me today, and I 
I have a couple questions for Whitney, but I also want to stick to the usual format that I do and ask you about things you're watching, reading, and listening to, get okay. into it, see what's going on in Whitney's world. So mm. before we dive into that, I why don't you share with the listening audience, who is Whitney? Where were you born? Oh, my gosh. Um, what was your upbringing like? Um, definitely speak to not ever watching Disney movies. I know okay. people are, are really going to want to know okay. about that phenomenon. <laughs> phenomenon. Um, what do you do for a living now? Okay. And go. So, hi, my name is Whitney. Um, <laughs> born a Barham. That's my last name. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in Wichita Falls. It's two and a half-ish hours north of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, I would still consider it a small town. Somebody, like, gave me crap for calling it a small town because it has a Texas roadhouse. And I was like, wait, okay, wait, what? what? It's a long story, but I'm like, listen. Wait, hold on. You mean Texas roadhouse, like the steak place? Yeah, the restaurant. They're like, no, it's not It's not a small town. We got a Texas motherfucking roadhouse. No, I made a Twitter post. Like, okay, so last time I was there, my mom was trying to convince me to move back because, like, the, the housing market is a lot less crazy than it is here. And obviously she wants me home before we have, like, kids. And she just wants me close. Yeah. Anyway, so we're, like, driving down. Um, now, we... hold on. Would you ever move back? No. Okay. Sorry, Mom. Sorry. Um, sorry, Donna. Sorry, Dad. Um... <laughs> No, there's just not. Listen, the town hasn't evolved, and it's gotten bigger. In but terms Winnie, of there's the, a Texas Roadhouse. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so so back to the story. We were driving down the road, and my mom was like talking about all these reasons that you know could entice us, I guess, to move there. And then she was like, "And we have a Texas Roadhouse." As we drove by Texas Roadhouse, oh my and I God. put that on Twitter, and somebody responded like, "If you have a Texas Roadhouse, it's not a small town." And I'm like, okay, let me just tell you, like, maybe the radius, like, is, is, like, takes 10 minutes from, to get, like, from one side to the other. Like, the radius isn't what you would consider a small town. There's not, there's more than, like, one stoplight. Right. But it's a small town. Like, everybody knows everybody or knows somebody's cousin. And, like, that's just the way it is. There's, it's the town of chain restaurants. And you know that we eat well. Yes. Like, nothing against chain restaurants it's just like there's not a lot of other cuisine outside of like texas roadhouse olive garden (laughs) now hold on i have a very important question to ask you now is there a texas roadhouse in wichita falls there is and those honey butter biscuits are where it's oh shit let me tell you you and you can crack peanuts and put the shells on the floor i mean i honestly i will say that is a novelty and i Mm -hmm. fucking love that only a few restaurants like that are still in the u.s of a i know um i have never eaten at a texas roadhouse though it's good oh is it yeah there's nothing bad about it it's just like Like, is it better than like uh i've never eaten an outback either or um we don't have that so i wouldn't know oh what about uh longhorn steakhouse we don't have that either Oh, my God. You guys are a small town. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, anyway, so that's where I'm from. Okay. It's a lovely place. My family lives there. There's just not a lot happening. What was your upbringing like? Um, it was great. Middle class family. Grew up on a street. We were friends with all of our neighbors. Outside all the time. We were like the... My mom was called herself like the Kool-Aid mom. I have no idea what that means. It's like a reference to her generation. But... People were always at our house. I feel like that, it, like the reference is like, you always have Kool Aid. Like, legitimately, Maybe. like you were like the mom who always has like a pitcher of a yummy juice drink to offer. You yeah. got snacks. They're yeah. like, come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And we did. We had that. Um, That's really cute. But, like, don't be fooled. Like, our pantry was canned goods and frozen foods. Like, that's what we ate. So it's like, come on in for a snack. We'll just pop it in the microwave. (laughs) And it'll be ready in 30 seconds. Now, it's not from Texas Roadhouse, but. (laughs) It is from Schwann's. I loved Schwann's. Wasn't there, like, some specific type of pizza that, like, frozen pizza you always ate? Yeah, Schwann's. Oh, Schwann's? Yeah, it was, like, personal size. Oh. Wow. Wow. Man. Oh, Uh, she's getting nostalgic, guys. To be young and eat Schwann's pizza every day. eat Schwann's. (laughs) I just want to be free and eat Schwann's. But, yeah, my mom is the best. Everyone, like, loves, loved her, still loves her. Like, she's one of those people that you just want to talk to, you know, yeah. and, like, confide in. And so that's kind of, like, what happened. Everyone was just always at our house. It was great. Like, I love that. summer so barbecues, pool parties. Like, it was just awesome. Your like, mom was the cool mom. She, she was, was the Kool-Aid mom. She was. Maybe that also plays into, like, the cool Probably. factor or something. I'm sure it does. Okay, so why, why did you not watch Disney movies? Oh, my mom was like, no Disney in this house. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Your eyes got so big. (laughs) I was like, wait, I've never heard this side of the story. (laughs) Like, I just wasn't interested. So I wasn't very interested in cartoons until, like, the Rugrats came out. You know, like, as a young, like, I'm talking, like, two, three, four-ish. I remember watching um, Looney Tunes, like, in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But that was it. Like, I wasn't very interested in um, in Disney. And, like, at daycare, I distinctly remember, <laughs> like, every day somebody, like, one of the kids got to choose what we watched. And I always wanted to watch um, TNN, which was is now CN- CMT. Yeah. But it was, like, country music videos. <laughs> and that was, like, God, that just, like, lit me up. Like, that is what I wanted to watch. Oh, and my so, God. You were so cute. <laughs> so that's what we watched. Like... And that's what I was interested in, that and, like, Unsolved Mysteries. So... Guys, this just, like, <laughs> it explains so much about Whitney. But what's so crazy is that if y'all are into horoscopes at all, Whitney is a Pisces. Yeah. And she is a Pisces to a fucking T. Like, fantasy world, everything mm. in her... Well, I guess, like, everything that is happening in her life, she views as, like, a music video. <laughs> It's so true. And that, and like that, so that makes a lot of sense. So yeah. Like you just wanted to watch like music and like music videos. Yeah. And so you were into music. You are a singer. Yeah. I took voice lessons and when I was. She has a really good voice, y'all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, when I was growing up, I took voice and tap. Like I tried sports. It didn't work for me. Same. Um, Kindred spirits. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I loved you. Um, so yeah, I did pageants. Um, fun fact, I was Miss Teen North Texas <laughs> and Miss Teen Dallas and placed 12th at Miss Teen Texas. I did not know that you were Miss Teen Dallas. Yeah, I was. That was like... What year? Oh my gosh. I mean, how, how old were you? Oh my... It was, was it in the early aughts? It was. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it was like 2002. Okay. And I wasn't, that was like my first major pageant to win and so, like, I was thrown into this crazy world of, like, designers, which obviously I knew nothing about. Yeah. And, like, I remember my pageant director, like, telling me I needed to stop eating, like, <gasps> heavy foods at night and, like, no fruit at night. Like, fruit? only, like, proteins and and vegetables. And so I was like, what's a protein? Oh, you mean, like, fried chicken nuggets from Schwann's? <laughs> Wait, now, hold on. Uh, is, can I get protein at Texas Roadhouse? <laughs> Vegetables. We have canned green beans and canned carrots at oh home. Oh my god! 
surely that's what you mean. Winnie, that's amazing. Uh, it's like, yeah. you're like country. Yeah. Which is weird, because if you were to drive through Wichita Falls, you wouldn't be like, oh, this is the country. Yeah. But it is a city, and it, there is stuff happening, but it's not, I mean... There is a... It's, it's not Texas Roadhouse. There is a Texas Roadhouse. There's just not a lot I can't going let that on. go. And I do love Wichita Falls for what it is and love the people there, so I don't want to totally... And I have, I mean, like, so many of, like, people you know and your followers mm-hmm. have followed me for years. Yes. So, no, like, absolutely not dogging on Wichita Falls no. whatsoever but it's just so interesting to hear your upbringing and that's just so yeah. funny that you're like protein oh yeah like chicken nuggets <laughs> yeah I got some green beans <laughs> you oh. mean like bacon bits <laughs> oh I put those on my salad it sounds a green right I'm good I'm good oh my god yeah, um so. so you so you went to college at UTA, UTA. and then you have lived in Dallas ever since. Well, I moved to San Antonio. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry for a guy. I did move to San Antonio for a boy. My parents were like, are you sure you want to do this? They, Like, looking back, I can totally understand why they were not happy about it. But I did it, and I learned, you know, good lessons from it. How long were you it. there? Like, six months. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought you were there, like, a year at least. No. Oh. I did turn 21 there. Oh, wow. Yeah. How was that? Fine. What did you do for your 21st? We went to a Mexican restaurant, and I had one margarita. Did you get fucked up? I don't remember. I mean, now you know that one margarita, like, totally, it's enough. Yeah, like, we are drinking white wine right now to, like, prep for dinner, and I feel like... Like, my arms are a little tingly. (laughs) I wish I was exaggerating, but Whitney has the kind of tolerance where she makes eye contact with alcohol and she's like oh I kind of feel tipsy it's so weird it is like I don't understand it and and like to be fair I don't drink a lot anymore like we used to go out out you know and drink like on the weekends like heavily but even still like then even then I, I didn't have a high tolerance for it I guess maybe just because, like, we were in the moment I, f- I thought you did. Probably. But now that, like, we're kind of out of the scene a little bit, it's yeah. like, I just notice it more. Yeah. Um, but that is a perfect segue into mm. a very fun fact, a very small world fun fact. Speaking of going out and partying hard, so you were roommates with Amy Jackson of Fashion Jackson. I was. And that's how I even know Amy. Yeah. Because y'all were roommates. So you guys roomed together for like four or five years? I think it was five, yeah. Oh my God. And honestly, like the best times of my life. Yeah. We have so much I mean, both of you say that. Yeah. I like, sometimes I still miss it. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I wish I could go back to that time and like... You know, Sundays we watched How I Met Your Mother, and usually Amy would make some kind of dinner. Usually it was a frozen pizza, but sometimes she made like a <laughs> like a pasta casserole situation. <laughs> oh my gosh, That's it was just amazing. good times. Like we weren't like stressed, you know, yeah. or like worried about adulthood. Like you were stressed about like when, like literally, how you were going to pay for dinner. Yeah, like yes, we. I mean, I don't want to speak for Amy, but. We were broke, but we didn't even care. Like, that was the thing. I know. Like, I didn't. We were just, like, living our life and having a great time doing it. Yeah. And it was awesome. That's so, so amazing. I know. That's so cool that you, like, got to see that side of her before. Yeah. You know, she got so famous. <laughs> I know. Well, um, but she's still the same. You guys, yeah, she is. Um, You guys also had, like, an ongoing competition with, like, who could get the most free dinner from dates. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Which I love that so much. Like, that sounds like 
That's so old school. It sounds like a story that my mom has told me. Right. Like just being like in your early 20s and being like, um, I don't have like I want to spend my money on drinking. So like I'm going <laughs> to try and like convince a dude to take me out to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And it didn't take a ton of convincing. to be honest. I mean, both of you are super cute girls. Yeah. And literal we, polar opposites. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. I know. God, she was so organized. Sometimes I'm like, I wish Amy were here to, like, organize my closet because that's what she would do for me. Yeah. That's, like, still, like, she still gets off on that. I know. Oh, and she, our pantry was so organized. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Amy, can you come back? <laughs> Amy, I need you. <laughs> um, And then, um, I guess, like your career and like meeting yeah. your husband so i met my husband his name is ink he was born with that name it's true so many people ask it's if he, not like, a nickname yeah he has tattoos so people like th- ask if he changed his name to like match his tattoos and no he was born with it um yeah so i was working off of oakland in highland park and our office was right across from asian mint on oakland there's a few locations now but and like i i mean None of this is, like, new news if you've been listening to the podcast. I literally talk about Whitney Inc. all the time, that he works at the Mint, that they are my, like, go-to people for food recommendations Mm. and all Mm. that. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. Um, Yeah, anyways, we worked across the street from each other. My, my, like, um, work husband at the time, his name was Dietrich, like, my best friend, and he could talk to, like, a brick wall. He just had that amazing personality, and he... He was gay, and he came to the office one day after lunch with a, a like a business card from Asian Mint, and it had a handwritten name said Ink, and it had a handwritten phone number, and he showed me, and he like said it was you know the guy across the street, and I was like, oh my gosh, he's gay, <laughs> and Dietrich was like, no, he's not gay, like That's I got this. Yeah, he was like, I got this phone number for you. Oh my god. Yeah, and I was like, um, okay, well I'm not. Like, I'm traditional. I'm not going to, like, chase it. Like, he can, yeah. he can chase me. Um, so I was like, well, you can, like, throw it away. I'm not going to do anything with it. So Good I know. you. That's just how I was. I probably still would be. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so Ink was, he is, like, really shy upon first meeting people. And Dietrich had told him about me. And he was, like, the same, like, oh, too shy to, like, say something in person. So he sent me a Facebook message. This was, like, oh my god, before yes. the days of, like, Instagram DMing, you know? Yes. You just had, like, the toaster um, filter on Instagram, like, those days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and he sent me an I, – I will never forget this. He sent me a Facebook message, and it was like, hey, Dietrich thinks that we would get along – I don't know if this is a joke, but if not, do you want to hang out or do something stupid? And I remember I was on Gchat with Emma. She was at work. I was at work. And I copied and pasted it to Emma. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And she goes, fuck no. (laughs) She was like, do something stupid. You're not going out with this guy. I just hated it. I know. And I was like, okay, well, let me tell you a couple of things. One, he's, like, from Thailand. So, like, maybe it's a cultural thing. And... Well, that's the only thing, really. And so I was like, I was like, he's so cute and he's so cool. Like, I'm just gonna go out with him once, you know, and like, whatever. Yeah. And we went out once, and then like we never stopped talking. We saw each other. I mean, after like the third time we went out, I think we saw each other every day since then. Wow. Yeah. And now it's been ten years. And now almost. It's been ten- we met in 2012, so this is the 10th year. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? No, what do you, I that's know. insane. It's crazy. I mean, just to think that, like, so you, but, so, 
Did you meet in 2012 or? Yeah. So was it on New Year's of 2013? 2012. So you met in 2011, like toward the end of 2011. Oh, because if because so I'm asking this because on I'll never forget on New Year's Eve, um, the first year that they were like together, you'd only been like seeing each other for a few months. Yeah. So you met like in like October or something. We met in November because I remember it was like he was trying to get me to go out with him and I couldn't because of Friendsgiving at your house. Oh, shit. We had that sleepover. Do you remember? No. But I fucking love it. Well, anyway, yeah. I was like, I can't. Like, I have a Friendsgiving. And it was like a girls weekend sleepover. It was the best. Um, I miss those days. I do, too. So much. Oh, my God. So, yeah. It was <gasps> it was 2012. And then, like, that New Year's Eve was, like, 2012 going into 2013. Okay. So, you met in 2012. And then on New Year's Eve of 2012, he... The way he asked Whitney to be his girlfriend. And it was so cute. Because, like... Like... Even back then, it was like, who fucking asked you to be their girlfriend anymore? Like, that's what you want. Now, there's, like, so much awkwardness, like, dancing around the topic of, like, what are we? Yeah. And defining the relationship. But he made her a cake. Yeah. And, like, wrote, will you be my girlfriend on it? Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that because it was just, like, very old school and very adorable. Yeah, it was so unexpected. Because I kind of assumed, like, okay, we're, like... A thing. Yeah, because that's just what you did. Like you just said, like nobody talked about like define DTR. Yeah. Defining the relationship. It was just like, so I was just like, okay, like we're, you know, probably boyfriend and girlfriend. And then he asked me and I was like, okay, now I know for sure we yeah. are. <laughs> awesome. Um, And so, and then you guys dated for three years and got married? Four. Four years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because we got married in 2016. Okay. So, like, three and a half, probably. Yeah. yeah. And their wedding was in uh, Kauai, mm-hmm. Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just them two. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really beautiful. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. <sighs> I wish I could go back. <laughs> you will one day. Yeah. We always talk about, like, having kids and taking them back there and doing, like, a vow ceremony or something. Because we didn't yes. have anybody there. And I met... Like, the only thing about, and and having our friends, anybody who wants to come, the only thing that I'm like, I love how we got married and that we didn't have the stress of a wedding, but I'm like, oh, my dad didn't get to walk me down the aisle and, like, my friends weren't there, although I did try to do a Facebook group and... It's a very long story, but I had to, like, redo the group from my phone because my mom wanted, like, our old neighbor to be involved. Also, this was, like, a... It was an invitation to a Facebook Live, which was a completely new concept. Yeah, it was so new, and... um, And you... I didn't want, like, everybody to be able to see it, just, like, the people in the group. Yeah. And so... Anyways, I had to start a whole new group that I'd already planned it out. The group was set before we left town. Well, then in Kauai, she was like, can you add Laura? So long story short, I like, okay, I have to create a whole new group to add Laura. And somehow I forgot to add Emma to it. Yeah. I'll never live that down. No, you fucking will I'll never won't. forgive myself. <laughs> As you shouldn't. Because I think about it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> no, but actually me and Amy Jackson were hanging out, like, the night of Whitney's wedding, and our whole plan was to, like, be together and, like, be gathered around the computer at exactly whatever time it was to watch it happen live. Yeah. And literally, (laughs) literally, I was like, I don't know, I guess, like, they're really delayed, because I was in the old group. Yeah, you were in the old group. Because you didn't delete the old group. And so I was in the old group, and we're just, like, sitting there, and then I get a text from a mutual friend of Whitney and I's, and she was like, 
oh my god she looks stunning and I was like what are you talking about <laughs> like I was freaking out but it worked out kind of yeah. because the stream just like didn't make it yeah and it like it broke within like the first like minute or something yeah poor wi-fi yeah. and like you said it was facebook live like it just launched so but it was probably the wi-fi i mean we're in the middle of the ocean yeah about it on yeah. the island so literally <laughs> um okay and then last little bit mm-hmm. what do you do for a living mm-hmm. 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 well it's so interesting <laughs> it's not um i am an account manager at a tech company. So we, we're we very small. We're a tech agency. We build software and websites and, like, back-end systems. So I'm the liaison basically between our, like, dev team and the client. Um, now, you said you guys are small, but do you have a Texas Roadhouse <laughs> in the company? We don't, so we're that oh, small. Oh, you really are small then. Yeah, I okay. know. Just I know. making sure. No honey butter biscuits for us. Oh, God. So what does, like, a typical day look like for you? Oh, my God. Like a, a million calls. <sighs> well, so yeah. I, ha- I mean, after since COVID, like, I don't know if anyone else listening feels this way. Probably. Zoom. <laughs> it, I, like, I really appreciate it for what it is. But, like, every meeting is on Zoom now. Yeah. And it's like there are more meetings than there used to be. And I don't know if that's just because we're busier as a company or if people just make a Zoom, like, a meeting out of every conversation, you know? And it's exhausting. I feel like it's the latter. Oh, my God. Like, I have Zoom fatigue so hard. Like, at the end of the day, I'm just like, I have a book club that I love and adore. And some days, just the thought of, like, getting on Zoom again at 8 p.m. is is horrifying. That's really upsetting. I know. And so, um, so yeah, a typical day, though, like, wake up. I have a call. <laughs> um, <laughs> multiple schedules, multiple budgets, multiple meetings. Um, just keeping clients, like, updated, making sure, like, I try to be as proactive as possible so they don't have to ask me, yeah. you know, what's going on or what to and to, what to expect. Right. But sometimes I drop the ball there just because a fire happens, which happens, like, probably maybe once a week. Um, God. But we've, we're really, we're in, like, a growth phase, and so I feel like it's just growing pains. Yeah. You know? So, but, yeah, a day in the life, like, it just, it's busy, and I hate it, because, like, we used to G-chat all day. Do you remember those times? Are you kidding? Like, like again, once again, we are going back to, like, things that I miss so much. I know. Like, I miss the days of being in our 20s and having fucking sleepovers because no one was married. Yeah. And so, like, even if you had a boyfriend, it was like, oh, we're having a girl sleepover tonight. And, like, quote, unquote, working, but literally being on Gchat the entire day. Yeah. All day. Like, BRB, lunch. Okay, I'm back. Hey, I'm back. Later. Whitney, are you there? Okay. Oh, my God. You won't believe what just happened. Hey, nothing happened. Talk to me. I'm really bored. Also, we were hanging out, like, later that night. So, we literally talked from, like, sun up to sundown. Yeah. I don't, like, I've always meant to, like, ask this on Instagram or something. But when it comes to, like, comes to best friends, Whitney and I have this horrible habit where, like, it's, like, we'll go through the week and, like, we're lightly updating each other, um, not really getting into any, like, intense conversations Mm -hmm. and then like we have plans to go to dinner on friday night and for some reason during the day on friday both of us aren't busy and we're like talking about everything that we will talk about that night yes and then it's like we get to dinner and it's like why did we talk so much earlier (laughs) i i feel like that has to be like a universal thing yeah i don't know what it is but i mean i love it excitement i'm upset 
Probably. Okay. Yeah. 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 Excitement. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much thank for you. giving my audience the DL on who you are. Thanks for listening. Of course. I mean, what? Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks um, for, I know you just learned all of those things about me. Yeah. Honestly, like, I pretty much 75% of what you just said, I had no idea. You're joking, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like wait you look so serious <laughs> i'm an actor um okay so let's get into i guess quote unquote part two okay. um where we talk about what we've been watching reading and listening to lately at the time of this recording i'm not sure if i'm going to do this on my own or if i'm going to be doing it with whitney so let's just act like this is whitney's bit okay so what have I been watching? Yeah, well, what have you been watching? Uh, first, I want to talk about a show that I know you have, like, super mixed feelings about. Actually, I don't even think they're mixed. No, they're I not. I think you just hate it. Yeah. Um, Severance. Yeah. I did finish it. I did love it. Yeah, and Whitney was one of my best friends who was like, oh, my God, it's amazing, it's amazing, it's amazing. And I do understand, like, the first few episodes are slow, it take, it's like character development and story development. And I understand like the filming is a little weird and it's all just like bleak, especially when they're like innies. Yeah. You know? In the office. Um, but I loved it. It is so original. And I told a coworker to watch it like the same time I told you to watch it. And he came up to me. We're going to the office two days a week. He came up to me last week at the office and he was like, so severance. And I was bracing myself because I knew how much you and Zach hated it. <laughs> And I was like, oh, God. And he was like, I freaking loved it. Is something wrong with us? No, but here's the thing. Like, the last two episodes are insane. So what I wanted to tell you was Mm -hmm. that um, I did talk about this on the podcast last week. I can't Mm. remember. But um, I said that maybe we'll just go ahead and skip to the finale and then see from there if we want to jump in during season two. Yeah. And we did watch the finale. Oh. Um, like literally we had gotten through episode five. I okay. skipped six, seven, eight and just watched nine. <laughs> okay. So were you able to like piece things together? Yeah, because I had read Oh yeah, okay. like I'd read like synopsis. Yeah. Um but cool. I will say that even though I watched the finale like a few minutes into it, Zach was like, I still just like I just don't give a fuck. I don't care. And That's I was okay. like, okay, but I watched it. And like the finale was good. Yeah. The finale was good. It was um, a curveball. It was a, a very big curveball. Um, and I I get that like they had to use the rest of the series to build up to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I I mean I think I when season two drops I think I will give it a chance. Yeah. I just couldn't with season one. I I do understand because there were times when like. When I know that I'm kind of, like, disinterested is when I'm looking at my phone watching something. Yes, And I did pull out my phone a few times. Oh, wow. um, Especially in the beginning, but, like, especially in episode one. I was like, oh, my God. Let's get on with it. (laughs) But all of that to say, I loved it. It is very original for me. Maybe there's something else out there like it, but so original. Um, I just thought it was really smart. I thought the, the way they filmed it, like, the weirdness of, like, the the camera lenses like the mm-hmm. almost like fisheye angles and stuff it went well with with the story yeah and like the whole weirdness of the situation yeah. so um i loved severance now what i'm currently watching are two shows on hulu oh which is like super new for me i'm not a big hulu watcher. i always forget about it <clears throat> and then i'm like there's so many good shows on here why am i not watching there this really more are. i keep talking about how, or hearing about how netflix is like 
losing steam and I don't I didn't understand how but now that I'm watching these Hulu shows I'm like Netflix who really yeah like oh I haven't God. been on Netflix you in traitor weeks. God I'm crazy <laughs> um so the first one I, okay so just a little bit before I go into them like Emma and I are super different and what we like to watch in terms of I like dark stuff I like mystery I love true crime like that's all of true. that stuff. All, all that's true. Yeah. And so um so the two that I'm watching right now are both based on true stories, which is my favorite type of show. So um the first one Yeah, because you're a freak for true crime. I am, and I know it's controversial, but that's not what we're talking about. No, we're not. Um, it's all happiness on here. The first one is called Under the Banner of Heaven. And it is based in the 80s in Utah and like a super um conservative LDS community which oh. is Mormon. Yeah, I knew I knew that. Well, I'm just Latter-day Saints. <laughs> um no, which fine, but it's like a very conservative yeah, um, religion. Religion yeah. and community like devout, right? Cuz there's different levels of every religion and this is like the devout Anyway, um, and there's a murder, and this is a true story that happened in the 80s. Um, a family was very well known in the church, and they were um, extremists, and there's a murder that happens, and so it's following, like, this detective who's also LDS, basically investigating his own community. Interesting. And it's really good. It's Andrew Garfield, who... Oh. Um, yeah, he's awesome. I like him. I do too. And then um, the other, like his his uh, like supporting actor, I always forget his name. Oh, but he's amazing. He's a Native American man, and so anytime there's like a Native American male role in Hollywood, I yeah. feel like he's the person who fills it. Who who is you it? You would probably it recognize him. I'm um, sure I would too. Um, he was in. Uh, Hold on, I can't type and talk at the same time. It's very difficult. One track minded. It's very difficult. Um, okay. We're still looking, guys. Okay, now please show me the actors. Google. Um, his name is Gilbert. Oh yeah! Oh my God, he's been in so much. Yeah, he's in he's in Yellowstone. Yeah, he was in um, that one movie that I'm obsessed with. Um, I can't remember the name. Yellowstone, pieces of her, Wind, Wind River. River. Hell or High Water, Twilight. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. I feel like in the last couple of years, his career has really taken off. Well, shit. Um, he's anyways, awesome. He's great. And then one of the McCulkin brothers is in it as well. Oh. Um, not Rory. The, yeah, Rory. Okay. I think he's like the youngest. Yeah. So. Um, and then this Daisy Edgar Jones. What has she been in? I don't know. I don't really recognize her from anything. Oh, I do. She was actress. in her. Oh, no. Oh, oh, my God. She was a normal people. Oh, which I haven't seen. It's on my list. Honestly, this is just like we're going to get off track for two seconds. Um, You need to read the book. Okay. It is. I. Yes. Whitney and I do differ with like stories that really like pull us in and normal people. I'm sure like a lot of you guys know what I'm talking about, but it is this fucking love story about these two Irish, like a Irish man and woman and they're young and like it's like star crossed and they just like can't seem to figure out the right timing and it's like so fucking sexual like oh it's so steamy sign me up <laughs> like whew, 
it's really good. So they, so actually, what's really funny, yeah, it came out in 2020. They made the, um, they made the TV show. That is the first series that Zach and I started watching mm. when we met because I was telling him like, I just finished this book. I really want to watch the show with you. Um, we didn't finish the show, which is no surprise because yeah. we have a really hard time with that. Okay, yeah. so go ahead. Sure. So under the banner of heaven. Anyways, it's it's just very good. Like I'm still mid like season i think i'm on maybe episode four in fact they're still releasing them so hulu releases once a week oh yeah old school yeah i know so it makes you like anticipate you know yeah um so yeah i'm totally caught up actually now that i think about it episode five it's just very good it's it's a peek into that extremist like side of religion side of religion and being from the South, like, I don't know much about LDS. And so it's just so intriguing. And I, I was talking to Ink about it. Like, every religion has extremists. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, 100%. And it's so intriguing to look into the extremist side and, like... I think they... it's terrifying. No, it is. But it's fascinating because it's, like, they're justifying what they're believing and saying and doing based on the way they're interpreting the history of their religion. Right. And so it has those historical elements where, like, you learn, like, where some of the LDS, um, I guess, beliefs or whatever started. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, it's just very interesting. I love it. I think it was a book first. Okay. And so I've heard mixed reviews from people who read the book first, mm. whether they, like, like the show or not. But I'm just starting it as a show, and I love it. Okay. The second thing I'm watching, which, as I said, is also based on a true story, is called Candy um, with Jessica Biel. Okay. I've seen billboards and, like, posters for it. Oh, my gosh. But I have, like, a weird thing with Jessica Biel. Like, she she really kind of upsets me. And so does her husband. Well, there you go. That's weird. Why does she upset you? I don't. I can't explain it. I just... Like, I feel like you have a reason for Justin Timberlake, but... Probably because she chose him. Oh well, but like I just young. She's super, super pretty. Obviously not in candy, but um, she's so pretty. But I just, I don't think that she's that talented. But Mm. like, I what was that show? The Sinner. The Sinner. So good. That show. See, (laughs) this is where we defer. It's so true. The Sinner, fuck me up. Like I hated it so fucking much. Yeah. Because. It was so intense. And, like, mm. I have, like, a really uh, – nothing ha- – I've never been um, harassed. I've never been um, molested. Uh, like, I've never been sexually um, assaulted. But those are triggers for me. And I don't know mm. why. Like, mm. I mean, obviously, it's no one's like, oh, yeah, I fucking love watching shows with sexual right. assault. But like, no. it really affects me. And so, like – I swear to God, still to this day, sometimes, like, I'll randomly think of, like, that scene in the center where, Mm. like, the sisters are both, like, having sex, like, and they're all fucked up on drugs. Yeah. And it makes me, oh, my God, it makes me, like, I don't even know. Anyway. I know. but And they, like, revealed that later in the season. Yeah. So, like, you're already into it. Like, you have to know. I mean, if you're like me, you have to know what happened. So, it's, like, yeah, that stuff isn't easy to watch. It's really dark. Like, I do totally agree with you. Um, It just, like... I don't know. Like, I just, I just always want sex to be, like, happy and joyful and intimate. Of course. Yeah. And, like, rough, but, like, rough because you want it, you know? Rough sex, make it hurt in the garden. In the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 for sure. I remember when The Hills Have Eyes came out. I forgot who I went to see it with in the theater. But there's, like, an, oh, my God, it's the worst 
I don't rape. even want to say yeah you can say rape on my podcast I know, but like I, I don't even like saying that word like it's, yeah it's the worst scene I've ever seen like I walked out what yeah I've never obviously of course I haven't seen this movie I mean the movie sucked anyways and then like that scene happened who, and is, I was she, like, who is she getting raped by one of the weird hill people <gasps> yeah it's terrible oh my god um, I probably would have walked out as well. Yeah. I can't but anyway, I shit. thought the sinner outside of that scene, and I totally understand why some people might not want to watch a it show. It was good. I mean, we watched it through, yeah. so. I thought that it was just, she, I think she was the director, Jessica Biel was the director. Oh, really? Or maybe the producer. I don't know. She had some hand in like production or writing or something, and I just thought it was really well done. Yeah. Especially season one. Um. So Candy, yes, she is the the. The I mean Lead. the show yeah the show's about her character Candy, Candace Birmingham, um, based out of Wiley Texas oh yeah so they mention like Wiley and Plano and Dallas a lot does Wiley have a Texas Roadhouse <laughs> at the time no <laughs> I think this was the eighties too or maybe like the nineties okay um, anyway like good church going lady and there's a murder in her neighborhood mm. and. I don't want to give anything away in case anybody's watching but it. But is she a suspect? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Miss Candy mm. might have gotten her hands dirty. Oh, my. And so um, I'm super into it. Does she have an accent? Um, kind of just like this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not like super thick, but. Does you know. she have a family in the show? Yes. A husband? Uh huh. Kids? Yes. Okay. Like perfect church going woman in the choir, you know, the first one to like bake a casserole for people, that kind of. Now, ain't it interesting charm. that sometimes the most extremely religious people end up being evil you know what it's interesting i didn't put together like both of these although candy isn't really centered in religion it's just based in the south and okay you know she just happens to be a churchgoer yeah okay so anyway it's very good um i think jessica beal this is the first time i've seen her i mean she acted in in the center which i thought she did a great job but she does a really good job in candy and it is, it, like you said, it's a true story. It's based on a true story. And I like that Hulu, like at the end of each episode, it says, you know, this is based on true events. Some pieces have been dramatized mm-hmm. for like ho- for whatever. Right. And so um, I do appreciate that for the people who are in the story who are still living and have actual like lived this story. Oh, and what's her face is in it? Yes. From Ye- Yellow Jackets. Yeah. She's she is also God. She's having a year. Like she's, she's an incredible up. actress. Yeah. She is amazing. M- Melanie Linsky. Yeah. So the cast is awesome. Um and Justin Timberlake plays a small role in it. I know Emma's rolling her eyes. I literally as just I knew snarled she would. my lip. That's like my least favorite part of it. But um, it's a great, great show. So that's what I'm watching right now. Okay. Into that. Okay. So what have you... Well, besides those two shows, have you... I know you and Ink used to be like all about going to the movies. Yes. Have you seen any like newer movies lately? God, we haven't. Like, I feel like because of COVID movies started coming to like streaming yeah and so we started streaming more at home which is so sad because going to the movies was like a thing for us i know like almost every weekend yeah um gosh i'm trying to think i don't even remember what we last saw at the movies but well, I can tell you what I last saw. Hail me. The Northmen. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you enjoyed it. It was so bad. Like who's in that? Um, Alexander Sarsgaard. Oh. Nicole Kinman. Oh my gosh. Um Amazing. What's her face who was in that incredible 
chess TV oh, yeah, yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those are like the three. Oh, oh my god, and the 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 king at the beginning. And I literally, I was getting so frustrated last night. I couldn't pl- like place his name, but he's like so fucking famous. And like I've seen him in what Bjork was in it. Wow. I did not see Bjork. Ethan Hawke. This yeah, cast Ethan Hawke. is amazing. It is. It's an amazing cast. Um, it was. I mean, like, if you're into extreme brutality, um, decapitation, oh. blood, um, incestual undertones. So it's very Game of Thrones. It is so fucking Game of Thrones. It's like the year in the Northman is um, 892 AD. Oh god, and. Basically, it's, like, all of those types of stories. It's, like, he's avenging his father. Um, And it's just... And it's, like, very artistic, too, Mm. which is weird when it's also, like, such a brutal, gruesome, bloody, violent movie. Um, I don't know. We were just, like... Was was, the story... It was so loud. Um, No, the story was not not great. Okay. and there's a twist in it that, like, was pretty predictable. Um, mm. But I don't know. It was just, for me, I just felt like it was very try-hard and it was very loud and mm. long. Um, so don't go see it. I would, if you were into super, like, violent, bloody, like, Viking shit <laughs> with, like, weird sexual, incestual undertones... This is the movie for you. <laughs> um, it's definitely, I think it's a renter for sure. But what makes Game of Thrones, which is like set, or I think around the same time, and has so many of those themes so good to watch, and this not? The story was just a thousand times better. The writing is better. Okay. Just the way it's shot is better. Like, okay. it's very, it's, it's like they were trying to be like, super artsy and poetic, mm. but there was like no substance to it. Gotcha. And, I mean, Alexander Sarsgaard, without his shirt on, is not horrible to look at. Hmm. He got so ripped. Like, his traps. Really? Like, he literally looked like a bear. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I just, I feel like we left, and everyone who left with us, we were all in silence. Like, what just happened? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay, I won't be seeing that. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are you what are you listening to lately? Um, besides that's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're bad. <laughs> um okay, so like I'm gonna do podcast and music. Mm-hmm. Is that cool? Okay. Mm-hmm. So um This is your one shot. <laughs> <laughs> one opportunity. <laughs> Once in a lifetime. <laughs> um so there is this podcast that I just stumbled across called Something Was Wrong, which I feel like a lot of people know about, but I didn't. Is this a true crime thing? Of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all, I'm sorry. How this is who I am. sleep at night? I literally, I told you, I watched Unsolved Mysteries as a kid. It was like that or music videos or like Barney because that's what my sister was watching. And you never grew out of it. I didn't. You like, still watch Barney. I love Barney. <laughs> <laughs> I am Barney. Um what? Yeah, so it's called Something Was Wrong, but season 12 was really cool because it was one story. I didn't watch, I didn't listen to all seasons. I just like hopped in on season 12. 
12 or maybe like it's like two seasons every year so six years yeah but it was only like six episodes oh, in the season okay 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 and from what i understand like all the other seasons like every episode is a different story but this one was like one story of this girl who met this man and like fell in love and she's she's um the host is interviewing her and so she's incredibly like lively she's fra- she lives in la so she like has that whole like actress vibe and she's just so easy to listen to and she's telling her story about how she met this man and like immediately fell in love and he was in witness protection and so this crazy story and it just snowballs for six episodes and then you find out at the end well i don't want to don't 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 so i might want to listen it is a really good i really enjoyed that season i don't know that i would enjoy like the other seasons that like jump around yeah okay um but i loved that um, I do listen to the Beck and Call podcast with our oh, friend Merit. Shout out Merit. Shout out, hey girl. girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, something else that I like to put on in the background just for easy listening is Dateline. Um, <laughs> I've never just heard someone describe Dateline as easy listening. You know, just something like light while I sip my morning coffee, get ready in the right mindset for the day. Uh, but um, so if we're talking about music. Yes. Harry Styles did release a new album, like, yesterday. I haven't heard it. I've listened to some of it. Okay. It's good. It's, like, background music for me right now. Okay. When I listen to an album, I don't love it the first time. Like, I need to listen to it a couple of times. So fair. To be into it. Honest to God, the only album that I listened to that I immediately was like, every song is a banger, this is my life, was Folklore. I was literally just about to yeah. say, the exception to the rule is Folklore and Evermore. There is there is not a bad song. No. I remember when Folklore was released, I took my dogs on a walk that morning. Me too. And I was literally tearing up on the walk. I think we were texting at the same time. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. And Mirrorball came on, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this isn't me. I was literally living my own music video. (laughs) Of course, because you're fucking Pisces. No, literally, I took Cece on a walk because I was still living, like, by myself over and wherever. And I, it's like, I, I think, like, I want to say that I extended the walk for as long as the album because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to go home. Like, no, the weather was like really good. Yes. And like, I was like walking around with fucking like goosebumps. Cr- I remember yes. I posted about it on Instagram and I was like, if you see me walking through your neighborhood, like if you see a girl like walking through your neighborhood crying <laughs> this morning, don't worry. Like, I'm just listening to folk. <laughs> I think that was you and every other. I know woman i know i was gonna say like 30 something but no like just female in so general fucking, i don't know if she'll ever top that i don't either in august like that song oh my god that uh, is such like it was so in teenage 90s vibe yes yeah. like nostalgia like your summer crush yes and like you're like romanticizing yes, it like giving your life over it like <gasps> oh my god please I, look at my chills oh my god i literally have chills thinking about it and talking about it wait we need to i want to listen to august really fast <sighs> oh god salt air and the yes. rust on your door salt air and the rust on your door i never needed anything more Whispers of are you sure? Messing it up. Never have I ever before. And I can see us lost in the memories. August slipped away. Moment in time. Cause it was never mine. It was never mine. And I can see us dressed up in the 
She really does. Like, I'm not lying. I, I just, I just. How can a song make, like, take you back and I make you feel know. some kind of way when you're, like, so happily in love in I a relationship? I don't fucking know. But that is amazing music when that happens. It that is. is, like, the, like, the pinnacle of good music when I that literally happens. Stop. <laughs> Y'all, my arms won't stop chilling. They literally are goosebumped out. Ah. Um, anyway. Okay, so you don't love the new Harry album, not yet, but I need to listen to it. Okay, okay. Um, something that I do love, and this is my country roots, Marin Morris. Oh yeah, you're obsessed. I'm like, and you're obsessed with Casey Musgraves, totally. Which one more though, Marin? Okay, yeah, for her, for sure. Do you think it's because she's short. <laughs> no, I think I've seen them both in concert, and Marin Morris. I saw her at the Bomb Factory when she released her album Girl. Which I know you don't don't know what that means, but um, Who? maybe somebody listening will know. They will. Anyway, um, she released "Girl" and like Ink and I went to see her at the Bomb Factory. We were up close. It's kind of like an intimate venue ish yeah. for like the size that she is now. Like she's doing arenas, so it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Her voice is incredible. Wow, it's got soul. It's got jazz. Like. And she's a great entertainer. Yeah. Casey Musgraves is different in that, like, her songs are awesome. She's so mellow. And that's great. Like, I, I have no problems with that. But Marin is just, like, she's got a big voice. She's a little girl. Like, yeah. I love that about her. Yeah. And she's from this area, I think. Really? D- DFW. Yeah. Which one did you meet and get a... Casey. That's what I thought. And Gypsy Wagon. Yes. Yes. And, and you... she was for sure, like, super high. Okay. <laughs> okay. But you guys got, like, autographs and stuff. Yeah. Like, and a, a picture, picture with her. Okay. Yeah. And I got one of You'll her... You'll have to send that to me so I can post it on the visual Oh, my guide. God. Okay. I'll have to find it. And I got one of her original shirts. Oh. Like, one of her first ever shirts, which I've literally never worn. Of course. I'm not a t-shirt wearer. You know this about me. Yeah, I know. That's another thing about Whitney. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> literally, this is a perfect example. I'll have Zach take a picture so you guys can see. But it's like she came over for Sunday dinner tonight and to record this. <laughs> she's never not wearing jeans. Like, she doesn't own loungewear. It, I, I'm not like she doesn't own loungewear. So like yeah. every time our group of best friends gets together and we're like, yeah, everyone's like being comfortable. Right. We're like, yeah. Winnie always shows up in jeans and a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> like every time it's like that is her comfortable. Like, I don't know what it that's is her about baseline. Me. I don't know what it is about me. I feel like, look, I'm a, I think it's because you have that little waist and a big old ass and you want to show it off all the time. That's actually not it. <laughs> My thing is like, I'm a. I'm a short person, but I have, like, a figure. Like, I have hips and I have an ass. You literally are, like, the body that, like, everyone wants I don't think that's true because, like, loungewear doesn't work on me. Like, I need very tailored loungewear. And I'm not going to spend $98 on a pair of sweatpants. Yeah, that's fair. And, like, T-shirts, like, they need to be fitted for me to not look like I'm wearing my mom's clothes. I literally just realize i don't think i've ever seen you in a fucking t-shirt like a normal yeah like even like a free t-shirt you get from doing a 5k i've never seen you in something like that no i don't even wear that to bed what do you wear to bed like shorts and a crop top (laughs) a crop top always a fucking crop top (laughs) a spaghetti strap crop top i love it i love it i mean whatever i guess i am who i am i guess i'm gonna be like rihanna when i'm pregnant 
be like, here's my belly. A thousand percent. You're going to be wearing like a bra and like, <laughs> I don't even know what. I'm apologizing. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, if that's what you're comfortable with, fucking rock it. Yeah. Um, okay. And what about reading? What are you reading? Okay. So you let we have me, a few minutes left. You let me borrow The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Mm. And I'm on page like, you let me borrow it. I want to say like three weeks ago. And I'm on page like 27. Oh, shit. <laughs> Y'all, I just, I like it. Okay. I'm just not a good reader. Like, especially right now, I'm so busy. Yeah. Like, with life that I haven't. So I started this, like, I think I told you, like a sticky note on my fridge with dots that yes. I fill in. The Olivia Mentor method. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, okay, put it on the fridge so you see it every day. And the goal is to read 20 minutes a day. Yeah. And for May. Yeah. And I have one dot filled in. Okay. So, um, I know. Emma's, like, shocked looking at me with her hand over her mouth. I know what? I shouldn't be like that, though, because that was literally me before this year. I'm just not prioritizing it. Well, and I still have such a hard time prioritizing it. It's hard. I mean, like, granted, like, the A Court of Mist and Fury, what I'm reading is uh, over 600 pages. Yeah. So it's, like, very daunting. I'm, like, a little over halfway through, and I'm, like, I can't believe I have so much left. But um, it really is, like, the 20 minutes. Like, that's all I do. Like. For the most part, like, unless it's a special occasion or like I'm waiting or I'm flying or something like that. But I literally read 20 minutes before bed with like my little book light and it makes me like pass out. Yeah, I I need to do better. The problem is like we watch shows together at night because things at work. Yeah. So like I can't I don't really do it before bed. Um, I could do it in the morning, but like I don't. Yeah. I don't make the time for it in my routine. That's fair. So, anyway, I did read, like, four pages before I came over. Specifically so you could say that? <laughs> no. Just because I was like, okay, I'm going to take the dogs out. It's a beautiful day. I'm going to read. And then I was like, wait, I need to go to Emma. It's like, it's already 420. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. Um. So, but you you are liking what you've read? Yes. I'm, I can tell, like, I'm going to love this book. I just haven't had the time to, like, really dive in. Okay. Well, let's get those priorities straight. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, wonderful. Yeah. Wow. You gave us so much to think about. <laughs> you gave us so much laughter. You brought so much joy oh, wow. to the closet. I feel like you're being facetious. I'm really not. I'm very excited for people to hear this because you are just a fucking... Whitney is like the epitome of a ray of sunshine. And Aww. she literally has the biggest heart of anyone I've ever met. Thank you. And I think that sometimes that's... Uh, that can be bad. A flaw. A flaw. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, but most of the time it's amazing and I just Thank don't you. even know what the fuck I would do without you. I love you. I mean, like I'd survive. Like if I never knew you, yeah. Whatever. But like if you went around now <laughs> if you died in a fiery death, if you went to Texas Roadhouse and choked on a piece of steak and died, <laughs> I'd be like, Wow, that was really big of her. <laughs> In her big town. In her big, big town at Texas Roadhouse. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Okay, hold on. There's what? one game I want to play with you. Oh, shit. You can choose if you want to include this or not. Okay. It's called Mind Meld. And basically, it's like, okay, we I say like one, two, three, and we both say a word. Oh. And the words are obviously going to be different. Literally, Zach and I play this. Are you serious? Yes. Okay, I just, like, started playing it with ink, and we have so much fun. It's We laugh really hard every time. So do we. Okay. So I just wanted to play with you. Let's do a lightning round. Okay. Okay. One. Taco. Oh, I thought you were supposed to 
Okay, we're counting. Let's just count one, two, three, and then say it. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna say taco. Okay, I'm not. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Shoe. shoe. <gasps> <gasps> no! Oh God, we are the. It takes us like five tries. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god, I love you. I love you so <laughs> much. Oh my god. Well, I think that's the perfect note to end this on. We literally were both looking at these shoes and said shoe. I know. I am fucking shook right I'm now. I'm hot. <laughs> Wow. Okay, guys. I'm so sorry for all that screaming, but I feel like it was warranted. I know. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, and you know what? I'll meet you back here next Thursday. Say bye, Wit. Bye. Thank you. Love you. Bye. bye.